And he was really the street one. It wasn't Gucci, it was him. Yeah, Gucci. He was the street guy. That's who the real street guy was. Juice. That ugly money. That ugly money. Yeah. Say it's that ugly money. This is the Ugly Money Podcast. It's about the process of success. Everything between your first dollar, your first million. That's ugly money. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to yet another episode of the Ugly Money Podcast. I am your host, Ugly Money Nietzsche, and I got a special guest for us today, ladies and gentlemen. Visionary, businesswoman, super manager, mother. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Deborah Andy is here. <laughs> What's up, Miss Dell? Then I'm good. I really appreciate. It. Let me. Put, I appreciate you for making time. No, thank you for. Cause you're like the busiest woman day, in hip hop. I know. <laughs> I swear, each day something else started popping up, and I said, "Oh my god!" And then tonight something happened. I said seven o'clock because I was ready to come. And yes, then, bam, the call. Okay, she got to run over here real fast. Let me get over there real fast so I can get down there. As long as I got here before eight o'clock, that made me feel good. You know. You know. You know. Um, it, you know. Good things come to those who wait. So you know, I've learned in, in my getting a little older to be patient with things Mm. because you know sometimes you gotta wait a little longer for the good things you know what i'm saying so let's let's start from the beginning who was miss deb before miss deb became the miss deb that we know i don't know i don't know what kind of question that is because i'm always the same person okay i'm no different that's so weird that you said that Mm -hmm. um I don't even know how to answer that because I am who I am. I don't change. I don't, you know, I got friends from 40 years ago yes, that still tell me, 50 years, you're still the same person. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm the same exact person. It's just the atmosphere in which you meet me in. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But I am the same person. So the Miss Deb from New York and oh, the Miss Deb from, from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of different similarities. There's a couple. I, yeah, because I remember the Miss Deb from New York was more like a queen pen, you know. Like uh, if if you look at the Fifty Cent uh, Power movie, it were you know the stories that we hear, it would be more of the Mary J. Blige or whatever character that some people may have said or whatever. I mean, is there a difference in Deb now and Deb in New York? Yeah. Okay. It's a a big difference in me from there to here. Okay. Okay. Like a lot of things change. Um, You know, honestly, Georgia like grew me up. Okay. That's that's different. Like it, a lot of things changed with me here. I had an opportunity, an opportunity that I didn't have there, even though I did a lot there, Mm -hmm. and they'd have to understand where I was and what was going on for them to understand what I'm saying now. Yes, ma'am. Okay? But Georgia was good to me, and it made me a whole nother person. You know, even though I'm the same person, Mm -hmm. but I got to bring out another side of me. My hustle was able to go up 10 times, like in all the other BS that I've been through, I didn't go through it in vain because I got to put it all to work when I got here. Well, you know, as the wise man said, we don't take losses, we only learn lessons. Right. And you take them lessons or whatever and, and you know, and turn them into wins. So <clears throat> I got a question, and uh, I want to know if it's true or not. Did Mike Tyson really beat on your window because he wanted your sister that bad? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, we're just expect we're just, we're just expelling myths. Who said that? They said that Mike Tyson was beating on your beating on your window because he wanted your sister. 
Which one? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to pick out is it a time with Eddie Murphy? Is it a time? It's a whole bunch of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So which which time? Because a lot of things happened back then. You know, it was a lot that went on. Wait, wait. So you got an Eddie Murphy story too? Yeah, Eddie Murphy was in uh, one of my sisters. Eddie Murphy was in there also, but it's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah, but see, these people, you know what's so funny yeah. is that what people don't realize, like back then, is like those people were not the big people. It was the street people that was big. Wow. So even when people talk about hip hop back then, I got to be honest, yeah. it wasn't about hip hop for me. They might have been your customers, some of your customers, or some things like that, but it was the street people wow. that got the credibility. It wasn't like the star or the rapper or mm. the, you understand what I'm saying? It wasn't about that. So so back then, it wasn't as cool to be a rapper as, as it is now? I guess it was cool. They was making something new, you know, something new coming through, and um I think it was better then because people got to take their negative and put it into something positive and put it into words. So from then to now, I like them where they were then than where they are today. Because today they're fictitious and they're trying to tell our stories and trying to live a life that we live that they can never do. No, facts. You know, a lot of a lot of artists are basically just very good storytellers and they watch what they see on TV. Or they're not even really good storytellers. Yeah, they're not even really, you know, they really ain't even good storytellers, really. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, the stories that were told then was totally different from the stories that are told now. Right. You know what I'm saying? They tell stories to incriminate themselves, them, you, their mamas, and everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's a major difference Mm-mm-mm. in how it was back then. Hey! Did you get some Engorged Rejuvenation tea yet? If you really want to please her, if you really want to give her that pressure, if you really want to have that power, then you definitely want to pick up some Engorged Rejuvenation tea. All natural male supplement promoting endurance, stamina, uh, libido, and size. Because size matters, right? Of course. So go to Engorged.com and get yours today. What are you waiting for? Get out of her DMs and get, never mind. That ugly money. Pick up your engorge. Yeah, like um, you know, with the uh, the recent, you know, locking up of Young Thug and Gunna or whatever, and, and you know, a lot of people, you know, just being controversial of, of of rappers telling on themselves in their songs. And that's what they don't understand. It's like even through like this whole social media mm-hmm. thing now, and everybody placing everything on social media, all their personal, private, everything goes on social media. But what they don't understand, there's the visions in every precinct that they sit there looking at screens, looking at people's social media, and they let you get away with it. There's there's people that are out right now. It just ain't your turn yet. But you done said a lot of incriminating things that it's soon come, baby. It, it, it happens. Like, look at R. Kelly. Look yeah. how many years later. Look yeah. at Bill Cosby. When they need it, that's the ammunition to come back. And then even for him, when they let that Rico law go, you know that every guy that goes to these shows, somebody picks them women out the audience to bring them up. Yeah. Why did y'all sit there and allow stuff like that to go on? Because now that means they can hit everybody. That's something new. That Rico stuff ain't something that people want to play with. They laugh about it. They think they Billy badasses and all these things that's going on when they're talking that. Mm. Mm. You don't really want to be about that. You understand what I'm saying? And they need to keep their mouths shut 
and doing some of the stuff that they do. They online, all that money that you're showing, that shit ain't cute. You got to understand what comes along with all that. We're not talking about just the stick-up kids, because yeah. there's other stick-up kids that come through. Police like that, too. They set your ass up, too. So you're showing money. You're showing drugs. Everybody think that this is just the cutest little thing to just get out there and boast and show things. And plus, not only that, but it's killing our kids, too. Mm-mm-mm. So, you know, let's go. To, go on. Miss <laughs> Deb is here, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I got, a, I, got another, I got another myth that we need to expel. Oh, Lord. Um, is it true that you were used as a shield in an assassination attempt? <laughs> yeah. How does, how does that happen? Well, at that time, I didn't think I was being used as a shield. Well, I mean, if a man hold you up, he gets he shot He didn't at- hold me up. Okay. So, but I, I literally kind of leaned over I, no, this way. Well, you leaned to lean, the bullet? But I leaned. I wasn't leaning to the bullet. Okay. I really was trying to go under because he told me the gun was under the seat. Okay. And I was trying to get it because he's sitting up there like that. But not knowing how he was pulling me, I really was taking the bullet. Wow. So, I took... Um, Four bullets for the 357 Magnum and didn't realize that he only got grazed, you know. And um, I didn't realize it then yeah. until afterwards. Like, I really thought he was trying to protect me. <laughs> At first, I thought he was trying to protect me. But, you know, when something's happening, you're not really like. Whatever. Yeah, you're in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. I like this queen pin. Queen yeah. pin dip. No. I like I like no. you know, because you know, there's movies about these kind of things and and, and you know, like I said, you know, power but and BMF, I don't you know. Yeah, but that that stuff is like remember television tell lies to your vision, okay? For sure, for sure. So a lot of that stuff is fictitious, okay? Um th- some of the things is not real. It's not something needs for me that I wanna brag about. Like that was one of the reasons why I loved it here in Georgia because I had a whole nother opportunity in life. Yes, ma'am. It's not something that I want to sit there and brag about. Like, mm-hmm. even when I did Hip Hop Untold, one of the biggest things I said is that you must talk about where we came from. Okay. Okay, I don't want to sit there and brag. Like, you see all these shows, they got drugs all on the table, there's all mountains of this, and that's going on, and they showing that, you know, women doing this, doing that, or men do- That shit is not cool. It's a reason why you do the things that you do. Circumstances will make the rabbi eat pork. Come on. Okay, <laughs> so it ain't that I want to run around here and brag about me doing stuff. I'm a product of my environment. I was taught some of these things. These was learned behaviors from me plus survival traits. You know what I'm saying? My mother wasn't the educated woman. My mom only knew how to be a mother and a wife. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So she didn't know all these other things. We had to get it. We got wow. it. It's not that she sent us out there. She didn't teach us that shit. <laughs> she didn't even know. We put her through a whole bunch of stuff. That's man. You know what I'm saying? And me as a female and the oldest girl with all of them, and my daddy, I should have been a boy. My brother died before me, but I guess he must have thought I was him because he taught me a whole lot of things that men did is what I learned. Mm-mm-mm. So It turned you into the mobile you went today. Yeah. So um, the, the, the transition from coming down from New York to Atlanta, mm-hmm. how was that transition of, of, of you know, you're, here's this New York you know, woman coming down to Atlanta and opening up shop and, and wanting to do business. How was that transition? I, I, I think I was just tired. Mm. So when my son was, um, son's father was killed up there, I knew I had to get out of 
New York because either I was going to be six feet under in jail for the rest of my life. You know, like my kids would not have a mother. They already don't have a father. You understand what I'm saying? It's like something got to change. And I just wanted something better for my boys. I just did not want. They couldn't have my life. They just couldn't have it. And, And I knew that it was time for me to bring about a change. Like, you got to change. You cannot continue to go on like this for the rest of your life. And I knew it was something better. It had to be something else better there. Do you think if you if you didn't move from New York, you would have ended up in a jail cell or dead? Probably dead. I ain't going to jail. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. When, when I was in, when I got walked out of Kennedy Airport, yeah. and I was to my way to... From Central Booking to Rikers Island, I, <laughs> I looked out that window. I never forget a CO was in out there in the thing in Rikers, and she played Stephanie Mills called Home. Wow. And I was listening to that record, and I was looking out the window. And I said to God, I said, I promise you, I know I said this before, I promise you if you get me out of this, I ain't coming back here no Amen. more. When I seen Rikers... I knew that that wasn't my life. I didn't want to straighten up, but I know I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. I'm not making them mistakes. I'm not making them trips in and out of the states anymore. I'm not doing all this stuff no more. I got to do something different. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? And it's like, I can't do this. But I know I've probably been six feet more than there because <laughs> I would not have been able to do that. And it's not that doing it there where you're talking and going mm-hmm. through all this stuff. I'm not an animal. You know what I'm saying? And when I seen the conditions and the environment of how that was and stinking and they, I can't do, that ain't yeah. my life. Yeah. That ain't something that I want to repeatedly do. You know, being arrested was one thing and went through that more than whatever. Mm-hmm. But staying up in there and the possibility of not, that was something totally different for me. So it's like, I ain't never been so happy to see that many lawyers sitting in a room for me ever again. And when I looked in that room, I looked at that man and said, get me out. Yes. It's like, I'm not doing this. I knew that I would probably would have bugged out. I'd probably been fighting, doing all kinds of stuff because I cannot be confined. Sit still. Sit still. Somebody telling you when to go to the bathroom, when you could bathe, sitting and then dealing with other women and their issues and the stuff that they're going through. They're sick. They're going through all. That's not me. It's like, I don't belong here. I, this ain't where I'm supposed to be throwing bricks at the penitentiary. Yeah. But it's like, I don't belong here. You know, to have the discernment, because, you know, living that fast life or that street life, and, you know, it can be alluring to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But having the discernment to say, hey, I've had enough, or because this is where this road ends, or this is where this road leads to, and being able to walk away from it, it, it takes a lot of discipline. It, it, you know, it takes a, it, it's, it's not an easy thing. Let, let me, let me, me, let me just tell you this. It never leaves you. Okay. Okay. You can have behaviors that will leave, but once you get a piece of that, you got a piece of that. You understand what I'm saying? You just know how to do things differently. So I've learned how to take my negative and put it into something positive. That's all that is. I just switched it all the way around. And my children, Honestly, Nietzsche mean everything in the world to me. When I tell you I love my kids, I love my children. 
So I cannot bring shame to my sons. Amen. I can't bring shame to them. You know what I'm saying? I can't do all that crazy ass shit that was going on. And I'm somebody's mother. My, my first son, Rara, that passed away, I never gave, he was nine years old and I came home. And um, I had to go into, from you know, when I got shot and stuff like that, I had to go into a rehab because the pills and all, you know, the other stuff had, had gotten an addiction where I had to go in. And, oh, and um, I had to go in there to get cleaned up because I was telling them, I'm not taking this shit no more. I'm not going on methadone. I'm not doing this shit. I'm not doing it. Mm. So then I still went to run the street because I still was hustling or whatever. My, I'll never forget my son looked at me and he said, Debbie, he said, you got eyes? I said, what? He said, do you have eyes? I said, boy, what are you talking about? He said, don't you see how you hurting us? Mm, mm, mm. Let me explain something to you. Ooh, when he said that to me, game was over. That was over. He wasn't this little baby anymore. This was a little kid. This is a six-year-old kid saying this shit to me. So this wasn't no little baby. It wasn't like I could hide no longer doing the things that I was doing. I couldn't hide. They knew all that money in them shoeboxes and all the stuff that was there. They was figuring out different things. You understand? Even though I didn't bring it around them and I thought I was hiding and I thought I was doing different things, but they seen this. Wow. Never. That cannot happen. That cannot happen where I can do this to my children. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's, that's heavy mm -mm. When, when a child... When your child it. notices and they see, and I snuck around each and did things like thinking that they didn't see things, that they didn't know what was going on. I was hiding and I wanted them to have everything, think of buying them all this stuff and doing... No, that's not everything. But I knew that I had to do better for me. You know what I'm saying? And for them. And I sat down and told them, I'm leaving. I'm going to leave and I'm going to go somewhere different to find somewhere different for us to go. You know what I'm saying? And I remember going through that with them. And I came to Georgia. And I remember I caught my sister. And she didn't believe me. And she said, yeah, right, you guys. I said, I promise you I'm getting the hell up out of here. Because they never think I was going to yeah, be yeah. I said, I'm getting out of here. And when I called her from the airport, she said, where you at? I said, I'm in the hospital. I'm right here in the airport. In she said, you where? I said, I'm here. I came here with two suitcases. I left everything there. And I said, I'm not going back. And I stayed here until my money started running out to give me no choice. And I went and got a real job. Wow. I went and got a... His dad had a real I, job. Yes. Where? Yeah. I went to... There's a store here called McFugles. <laughs> and I got $5.25 an hour. <laughs> hey, that's the grind, though. Listen. That's the grind. I, I filled out an application... And I took it to the man, and he looked at me, and he said, I, no, I said to the girl, I said, what is this? I've never seen that before, a table with applications, and yeah. you fill it out. <laughs> and I said, I'll go over there, and i fill the application out. And I said, well, where your manager at? So she said, the manager over there. So I gave him to him. So he looked, he said, oh, I can't pay you this kind of money or whatever. I said, how much you can give me? He said, we only could give you $5.25 an hour. I said, I'll take it. He said, well, he said, when did you start? I said, I would start now, but I ain't even bathed or nothing. I just ran to the store with my aunt. Wow. I was telling him that. I went to work the next day, $5.25. Then there was a store called Cubs. So Cubs Food, I remember calling back up to New York telling Della, Della, say I cut meat. In the, in the, um, in the meat department, yeah. it's Cubs Food. So I got that job, $10. So now I'm making $15.25. That's how I'm looking at them, adding the hours yeah. up, trying to get the stuff together. But I never made it to Cub Foods. I worked two days at McFugal's, and I met a lady that introduced me to another lady, and I met Gloria Chu on the phone. And Fulton County 
Department of Family and Children's Services, I damn near got hired on the telephone because I came from diagnostic. Now, the one thing I always did, Meech, is I went to school. Yes, That's something that people didn't know when I disappeared. Yeah. I did go to school. Even when I was a kid and I ran away from home all the time, if I had to go in maze and bathe inside the bathroom and get me a new outfit to put on to wear, I'm going to school. Going to school. So I did go to school, and that was the only thing. So when I did get down here, I said, I don't want nothing to do with music. I don't want nothing to do with the streets. I'm not working paper. I'm not doing nothing. I'm just going to work and do what I got to do for me and my kids. And I got down here and I got into Fulton County and I went to, I started working at Fulton County and my whole life was just different. And then here I meet Ludacris. Wow. I met Ludacris. But at that time, Ludacris was not Ludacris. He was Chris Lover Lover. Lover. Yeah, yeah, so it was it Chris Lover Lover and Poon Daddy. Okay. <laughs> and they used to bring all the artists that are here to the shelter for the children. Before any artist got big, they would bring them there to station. Mm. Like 107.9 was the bomb. That's what gave me my break. My niece, Princess Ivory, was on there at that time and took me up. Kathy Hughes, all of them was the bomb. Mm. Anything I wanted in 107.9, they gave it to me for the children. They did all the stuff for community. So I started doing charity because that's a love of mine. Mm. That's what I love. I love charity work, right? And I started doing that. And that's what got and that's that's what that's how the stuff started to find the person that came to talk to me about Gucci, and when they asked me could I help him because he came out and he needed to get community service, and that's how this whole thing started. So, you met Gucci Man because he needed to do community service. Yeah, somebody else, somebody else at Cats. I went up to Big Cats, <laughs> and um, I was talking, and she asked me to please help her to get him because he needed some, and he used to call me every single morning, hmm. like. Six o'clock in the morning, let's go get some breakfast. Get some damn breakfast. I'm half sleeping. He's up, but he's ready to go. Yeah. And that's how all of this started for me. I would have never, I would have been working regularly because yeah. I vowed that I wanted nothing else to do with this industry. Nothing. They um what what about Gucci Man made you come back into music? Because people told me that. At that time, people was telling me that if I messed with him, mm -hmm. that they would never F with me again. It's like, if you help him and if you mess with him, don't ever say nothing to me. I'm not effing with you no more. And, you know, everybody keeps saying about, it wasn't about the Jeezy thing. It's like, it was who he was. People just was not messing with him, <laughs> period. And um, I never forget what somebody said it to me. My niece, it was my niece Tiffany. And she looked at me and she said, Aunt Debbie, I ain't never known nobody tell you that you can't mess with somebody. Okay, and you're not doing. She said, help him. And I said, no. Plus, he was so persistent. He was like, he's so silly. <laughs> like, Gucci is so silly and so persistent. And he worked hard. You understand what I'm saying? And he also was a product of his environment. So a lot of things that people didn't know about him, you know? And I just fell in love with him. He became my fifth element because, remember, at that time then, I had lost my first child, mm -hmm. my first son. And he was a completion coming back in. And it was like the bomb just having him in there and yelling at him and him getting in trouble and doing what he ain't supposed to do, wherever. So it was just, it just turned out, it was just so much fun. And he slept I on your couch. Hmm? He slept on your couch in the early years? He, you know, he had a room. Oh. He had a bed. He had a bed to get in. He'd so sleep wait a minute, hold on. So, so you managing the artist and you moving me into? Oh yeah, you was you was beautiful. It wasn't, <laughs> see, you want to know something? Yeah. It wasn't really a management thing. Oh, okay. People made me out to be a manager. Mm. I didn't make me out to be a manager. He he put his life in my hand. 
I base my stuff around my children, like my family. Everything I do is surrounded around family, which is a major mistake that I've learned today. But it's like, if you put your life in my hand, you come to me, you trust me with your life, I have to do right by you. You, you. you understand what I'm saying? I take that seriously, regardless mm-hmm. of what, what people want to say and the bullshit and mm-hmm. all the stuff. I don't really give a damn about that bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I seen him, and then I learned a lot about him. And as we had conversations and we talked about tons and tons of stuff, I grew to love him even more. And he's talented. He was super talented. Like, he's, I I can't even explain how he, he's like a whole nother level in a studio and and just everything it is that he do. He just was a product of his environment. And then when people come with this, that mouth and and, and you got to be a certain kind of way and you got to hold all these things, that's what messes up a whole lot of stuff. And so it's almost more in. like a like a like a son and a mother relationship. Yeah, it was like it was like, and I became auntie. Yeah, yeah. For you sure. know what I'm saying. Sure. And it's like, I just I don't know. I just fell in love with him, and it's like it didn't matter. It didn't. It wasn't about this music industry. Wow. It had nothing to do with the music industry. It had nothing. But I knew that I was going to help him. But I knew I couldn't help him here. Yeah, I had to take him back to New York. Oh. Yeah, so and, I had to I had to literally go to Jimmy Henchman. Yeah, Jimmy, and Henchman. I had to get help because nobody would touch him. No one would touch him. So we him. had a lot of bad blood in Atlanta at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, with the Jimmy yeah. situation. Yeah. So how did Jimmy? How did Jimmy help? With the, with well, the I asked him would he sign? Like, could you back me on this? Like, because you know, Craig said if you can get a man to stand behind you, then okay, good. I had my own strength, and they knew that. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they needed a male. You know how y'all are. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But it's all good, because <laughs> Jimmy still did that. And he stood there, and he said, Dad, whenever you want to come out, let me know. And, I le- and he did it. Exactly what he said he was going to do, he did it. He released them. No BS, no nothing. No nothing. And that's how he got through. Now, when, 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 when you and, and, and Gucci have almost more of a family type of relationship, how hard is it for you to stay out of his, out of his quarrels? Is it, it, it because... What you be, mean, quarrel? Which mean, quarrels? Mean like, like when he's going through the situation with Jeezy or he's going through the situation with any other artist, is it hard for you to stay on the business side or do you get your feet dirty or what? Or do you, you have want to go to? in. You have to go in on <laughs> yeah. both sides. You, you understand what I'm saying? And because I had a good rapport in the streets mm-hmm. and I had a good rapport with people, it really wasn't hard. You understand what I'm saying? But the one thing that I always taught them, it costs money to go to war. Come on. Come on. Okay? And, and it's like, I really talk to him in certain kind of ways. That's why I'm really kind of happy that even he got Keisha. Yeah. Because he used to tell me that, Auntie, I want a girl that can handle shit just like you can handle, that can get out there and do But He said, I, I, I want to be Gucci man. I want to be a boss. Yeah. I want people to respect me as being a boss. Mm-hmm. Keisha K.O.R. definitely seems like she's to help him she, turn his life around. She, turned to, she helped turn his life around a lot. You understand what I'm saying? And which is something that's really good for because he's not a bad person. No, like sure. whether people know that or not about him, like in spite of however Gucci was, Gucci was very respectful. I used to get on him because he bought Gucci bags, Louis bags for strippers. And I said, Gucci, why are you buying those good bags? He said, Auntie, everybody deserves respect. <laughs> Amen. That's what he said. He said, all these women deserve respect. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot about him. That was really, really good. I, I sit back sometime and laugh about some of the things that we've been through yeah. and some of the things that he did and how Wearing he had to learn. cowboy boots and sleeping on the couch. <laughs> I be doing my research this day. I'm pretty, you know, I be trying oh to. Oh my God. Gucci cowboy. man had cowboy boots on there. 
can only imagine walk with some cowboy boots on. The Gucci man. The but trap he started, though, but he started, <laughs> listen, when he learned how to eat, this is this, um, I don't know what she is. You know, I call all Asian people Chinese, and it's oh, not it's really bad to do that. <laughs> But she taught him, opened the restaurant for us over there on, on 85, okay. and we sat up there, and he learned how to eat. He wanted to learn how to go into a restaurant to eat food, okay. because he was eating soul food a lot. A lot of soul <laughs> And I didn't eat pork. Okay. Okay, so it's like all the stuff that he was learning, he wanted to know how to do this. Even in his dressing, like one time he bought these sneakers, these <laughs> jungle sneakers, Heavy, all these sneakers. Jungle I said, sneakers. why did y'all sell him all them damn sneakers in the store? I could not believe Gucci got them sneakers. But I gave them away. Yeah. I, I gave the sneakers. Oh, God, I gave the sneakers away. He was a, he was a mess. First time he put on a suit, mm -hmm. he was so handsome. Wow. He was so, so handsome. And he put a suit on for the first time. It was a lot of experiences that I had with him. Mm -hmm. You know, for his first time, and I had a lot of fun with him. Like, I'm not going to sit here and throw dirt or say a whole bunch for of stuff because sure. I had, and I love him to, to this mm -hmm. day. Even though we don't talk or whatever, mm -hmm. I, I still have a lot of love for him. You know, we went through a lot of stuff regardless to whatever is said or however it is. He know mm -hmm. and I know the, the truth of yes, it all. Yes, ma'am. Okay? And I don't regret that time. I don't regret it. I don't regret it because it's a lot of funny moments. Yes, ma'am. You know? Um, how did how did Walker, you know, fit into all this? Because you know him being your son, Gucci Man is at the house, and you know we're pushing his career. So I, I I would imagine Walker was just soaking it all in. I actually played both of them. Oh wow, really? So Walker at that time because after Rara, my um, son was after he passed away. It was hard for Walker. I don't imagine. It was very, very hard for Walker. And Walker just went astray. He just went mayhem, okay? And I was so scared. I, I was so scared I was about to lose another child. Mm. Every time the bell rang, every time the phone rang, I just knew it was something with Walker because Walker was buck-ass wild. <laughs> so I told Walker, Walker knew Gucci had a lot of beefs in the street, mm -hmm. but it ain't that... Walker's this gangster type or, you know what I'm saying, all this type stuff. We had a lot of notoriety in the streets and sure. people knew us. And, of course, he's my child. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So people know who he is and his father and, you know what I'm saying, all the rest of that. So it was like, good. So I said, I need you to watch out for him. I said, because all this stuff is going on. But I told Gooch the same thing about Walker. Oh, so they had to watch out for each other. And I got them to where Walker started coming out on the road. So Walker was not trying to be a rapper. That yeah, was not what he was trying to, he was yeah. not trying to be around. I really did that to make them two watch each other, but they bonded up so good that wow. it was crazy. Them two was a hot ass mess. Them two together. I can imagine. Now I remember the first time I actually seen Gucci Man in person, I was opening up for him when he had just got out of jail in uh Richmond, Richmond, Virginia, the Landmark Theater. Mm -hmm. Chris Brown had stopped by the show. I'll never forget. And I was like, wow. And I remember seeing Walker. He was his hype man. And he'd had the dreads out and shake. He was hyped then. And but he then, wasn't the hype guy. He was just he up was there. Just, just Yeah. That's what people just He really was doing what his mama told him to do. He was Look out him. for this guy. And then he made Gucci, because Gucci shows also was boring, because if anybody knows Gucci's real dance, <laughs> it's the Herman Monster oh dance. Gucci I'm does. I'm going to say it, yeah. I'm going to say it. 
Well, why you just sit right now? Yeah. <laughs> Gucci would do the Herman Monster dance, and he would be like, I said, so I remember, I said, Gucci, where you get that shit from? He said, Auntie, I seen that on Herman Monster. Herman Monster would do it. And Gucci would do the Herman Monster dance. Yeah. It was a Herman Monster dance. Yeah. So when Walker got up there shaking, yeah. Walker was into that rock and roll mm -hmm. shit, and mm -hmm. it was different. He started bringing the show up to another level, and him and Gucci, and Gucci would look at him, and Gucci would come over a little more and start doing it more, uh -huh. and they would just get it going a little more. And it was just the synergy with the both of them was just so good. Wow. And it was just, it was just good. It was just crazy. That's dope. That's dope, man. You know, it's an interesting uh, story. So it wasn't about using him to put him on uh -huh. or anything like that. It wasn't that. I used them to protect. Like Each I need other. you right here with him because you couldn't really trust everybody that he was around because there was a lot, a lot of things that was going on during that time, and even he didn't trust. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of stuff that he didn't trust. You know, a lot of things that he told me. You know, I'm never going to talk about a lot of that stuff, sure. but it's like. I need to make sure that he was safe and that he was good. I wanted to make sure that he was good at all times. So Walker watching Gucci back. Gucci watching watch Walker Walker's back. back. And everybody's still here living. Great job, Mom. <laughs> Great job. Now, um, when, when we, when we and, and if you want to sip with me, you're more than welcome. I don't drink. Okay, okay. Not on camera. I got not defense with you. No, I don't um, drink, period. But do y'all have any, like, water or something? We, we, I'm pretty sure we can yeah, find I don't something. Drink. This right. is our, 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 our liquor sponsor, uh, Shoe Crazy Wine, black-owned. Black owned and operated out of Virginia. Shouts out to Shoe Crazy. So let's, let's move forward. Waka Flocka becomes, starting to become the Waka Flocka that we know. Um, oh, let's do it, Hits. And I never forget, I was mm. living in Augusta, Georgia, and I was a promoter and a radio personality there. Mm. And I remember hearing this record in the club, my young DJ, shout out DJ Ashton LaRue, he starts playing this record, oh, let's do it. And, you know, I was a little older at that time, and I just remember the energy that came out of them speakers, and it would literally erupt inside of a room. The but walls, that was a real song. It was, it was wrong. The, the song was real. I don't even think it was mastered no, back then. No, it wasn't. It was a real song. Walker went through something. And the whole thing was, Gooch was locked up. Juice had went through all the stuff that he went through. Everything, the, everything was going crazy. And he knew he needed to help me. He said, Ma, I got you. Wow. He knew he needed to, and we had to keep Gucci going. And his whole thing was keep Gooch going. You understand? We had to keep him going. So that's how all of that erupted in there. And, you know, when Walker first bought me records in Dresden Gold, I'm from down south. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. Walker is a comedian. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, Walker played ball. That wasn't his thing for doing this. But if you told me comedy, you told me the ball thing, I'd go there. But a rapper, no. Mm. Not for him. I, I didn't go there with him like that. And he did the Dresden Gold, I'm from down south. I said, God damn it. You got no damn Dresden. You ain't from no damn down south. <laughs> I was going through that with him. Yeah. But when he came in, i never forget, I was laying in my bed. And he came in with that, oh, let's do it. And he put that, he said, Ma, I got another record. I said, mm-hmm. And I was laying down on the bed. And I laid there and it said, I fucked my money up. Mm. And, and it's the way the record started going in. I got up, I said, holy shit, we got a record. He snatched it out and went flying out the door. <laughs> That's all he, did. he said, we ain't got nothing. You said, I can't rap. You said, I can't <laughs> He just started going off of me, but he came in and he he had to, he took my back. But don't forget, Wu was still there. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? And and he was there. Like they knew they had to work because Gucci was down. Mm. 
So it was never disrespecting him or, you know what I'm saying, yeah. or going through anything. We had to keep this thing going because the camp had got hit. It was like so many different things that was going on. And then me, I had too many people. It was too many people that I was touching, too many people I was doing for, yeah. but not the right people that was around me. I started putting messed up people around me, mm -hmm. and that's what started tearing up everything. Yeah. So Walker actually... Stood up and, and stepped up. Yeah. And he stepped up big time. Yeah. More than we could ever imagine. Because mm -hmm. I remember when that record came out and it just mm -hmm. it just never stopped from then on. It was yeah. just, you know, record after record after record. Yeah. Now he he eventually signed with Gucci and, and and I don't think he told you about it or something like mm -mm. that. You you wasn't too happy. No. No. <laughs> I wasn't happy about him signing. And it's not that I was wanting them for me. It had nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. I just never wanted their relationship to be damaged. And and I've always felt like an artist should not sign another artist. It's like, because if one gets bigger than the other, it's always a problem. Mm -hmm. They all they don't know how to bind up with each other. You understand what I'm saying? I know how he is. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. those loyalty levels and all of the stuff that's going on, but it's the way the stuff started going because now other people started getting involved. You see, once Gucci started really going up, People start, all the people that didn't want to see him make The birds it, in their ear, yeah, the little chirps. They start coming the in. The guys that said they never would work with him are now all of a all sudden All of them now like, came. Yeah, yeah. I became the bad guy. Of course. Okay. Divide and, and conquer. I hate that. And, or I, hate, I hate, and it's okay because the thing it is, I don't blame those people because I understand you do what you got to do because you're trying to get in. I blame the people that are there because you know me. And we talked about these things. I never cared that if I'm with you and it's over with for us. Okay, yeah. it's over with for us. And you got to go on now to Joe Blow or Mary Lou or whoever, then go ahead. But don't take you away from me. Wow. I don't care about this music stuff. Yeah. This, this stuff is irrelevant to me. Yeah. You understand? But when you get a bond with a person and you have that, that's the part that hurts. And then when all these people lying and the stuff that mm. they say, and then you go in and... The same story. Everybody tells the same goddamn story. Everybody say you steal and you steal and you steal and you steal. What's somebody taking from you if you never had anything? If you never had anything. If you didn't have anything, what did you take in? And if somebody goes out and do all of this stuff and then all the stuff that I went through, I sit here every day and watch people come up off of the shit that I did. And just disregard everything there. Say, I didn't know what I was doing. She didn't know what she was doing. She didn't know this. Y'all have trap music. Trap Facts. music came through me. Facts. <laughs> you didn't have trap music here in Georgia. Well, you know, I think I think sometimes a lot of artists get convenient amnesia. It's okay if they get that, but it's the other people that shouldn't. I'm not telling you to kiss my behind. I'm not telling you to be my best friend. I'm not telling you to do any of this kind of stuff. But don't lie on me. Yeah, it is. Keep the keep the stuff right. That's why we don't have anything. And everybody wants to come in and tell their side of the story. You know, it's, it's so many people here that I touch. It's so many people here that I'm responsible for. They'll never talk about that. People will never say that. They'll all say, but because, you know, one of the things I remember somebody telling me, said, Deb, you got to get out there more. I'm not a person that showboats, mm -hmm. okay? I don't like to be the center of attraction. It's not about me. It's about you. I like staying under the radar. I want you to hear me, but you ain't never got to see me. Come on. And I don't care who stands in, in front of me. It's okay. As long as we get this done, I don't even care if you go through all of this. Just don't lie on me. Don't disregard me and say that I was nobody and I did nothing for nobody wow. and she didn't do anything and she took from me and she did that. Why would you do that to me? I never did this stuff. You can keep on doing whatever it is that you want to do. Do what you do. I'm never going to interfere. I'm not going to interfere. You know how I many people have came to me to, even from back then to try to get 
interviews, try yeah, to get me sure. to cross them, try yeah, to get me to sure. do different things. I will never, never, I wouldn't care what you say. You can sit right here now and call me every name in the book but the child of God. You can do anything it is that you want to do. You're not going to make me bow down to your level and where you are. But you do, do you think that it, at cer a certain point in time, it hurts more than it, it you know, most people would think that it would make you angry, but it really hurts. It no, it be hurts. Because of the fact that you actually cared about this right. person. You know what I'm it saying? It wasn't like, about money to me. It mm -hmm. wasn't about any of that stuff with any of them. It was the fact that you believed in me to believe in you. Mm. That's huge. That's huge. And so it worked. I got that's that's the that's the thing, you know. I I always I I never understood that with artists. I'm like, hey, if you got somebody, point blank period, when somebody believes in you, when nobody else does, that person that's a genuine that's genuine. When you're when you're worth nothing, and and a person comes along and says, hey, let's try to get this together to make you worth something, and then it works. It's not the time. That's not the time to to tear it down. That's the time to to keep that person close. But you had another something, Meech. For me, keeping it a hundred with you. Mm -hmm. I understand people because I know where you come from. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not upset because I know exactly where you come from. So I'm not going to sit here and become angry with you or knock you down. I don't value money like that, which is really, really bad. You understand what I'm saying? Is that the reason why you have never said any condescending things about OJ the Juice Man? I can't. I love that boy. Like, he let me, let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. He destroyed the inside of me. Wow. Do you understand me? When he got up there and told that lie that I came to a hospital, okay, after we did Hip Hop Uncovered, nigga, I did some things in my life. Yeah. You're damn right I did some things <laughs> yeah. in my life. Yeah. But you would not have been sitting there to talk about it. No, folks, yo. Okay, if I was really about that life now and doing those kind of things, things would be different. If I had an ounce of that person in me today, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that wouldn't be the way it is now. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? There's yes, tons of people that came to me that want to do a lot of different things. Leave it alone. Leave it. I'm okay today. I don't care about that. But for you to go on that show and y'all to put that shit on your show because you're so busy wanting to show that bad and you know it's bullshit. Everybody named Mamas know he didn't make millions of dollars. <laughs> Not no music game he didn't. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Ray Charles and Stevie Wonders, they had to try to put their eyes together to read that piece of paper. <laughs> okay? But you said you laid in a hospital bed and I came up there and said, sign it. You, you didn't even sound right saying that. My nigga, if you want to just do a show, you want to do something, yeah. you didn't have to use me for that. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't have to use me for, for those kind of things to do that. I didn't do that to you. Facts. It ain't nothing. I, I will tell every interview I ever did, I tell people I neglected him. And I'll sit here and say that right now to this day still. I neglected him because he didn't give me no fever. Juice was good. He was quiet no matter what he did. And he was really the street one. Was it Gucci? It was him. Yeah, Gucci. He was the street guy. That's who the real street guy was, Juice. But he wanted to change his life. He really wanted to change his life. Juice is the one. Look, I got you to buy a house. Yeah. All the stuff that we did together that you want to do. Why would you go lie on me and say that I did that to you? Why? You know I didn't do that to you. You know I did not do none of that stuff to you. You know that. And for you to go on there and see the thing it is because social media runs away with a lot of things of today. And everybody think that, okay, good. We could just go ahead and say whatever it is that we want to say. Like, damn, my nigga, you really did that to me. That right there pierced my heart. 
When I tell you that when he did that, that pierced my heart. But I just said to people, mm-mm, no. Even he, people called me when he was booked in different places. Leave him. Like, no, 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 no. I'm never going to do something like that or have that rotten in the back of my head. Because it was genuine. Because at that point of time and still today, you still cared about that individual. So how you, you always want to see that Listen individual to me. well. Regardless of what all of them say, I got love for every last one of them. I wouldn't give a damn what they say, how they said it, when they said it, or whatever. That love that I have in me, that shit is real. I shared something with every one of them that people could never get. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and to destroy them is to destroy me. Because I gave them to you. Amen. And that's what you fail to realize. All these people that's walking on the side of them today didn't ride this road with them. They didn't go through none of this shit with them. And they all went through some shit. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you didn't, you didn't do none of this. You didn't rock them. You didn't go through any of this shit with them. You didn't go up against people. My enemies today come from them. Wow. It wasn't my enemies. It wasn't my beefs. I don't beef with people. Yeah. They were not my beefs. They were their beefs. But I made their beef my beef just to protect them in different things. You understand what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that I didn't like that went on, but I'm not going to go against them with it. Amen. If I'm with you, I'm with you. You understand what I'm saying? We like Chucky. We're going to be friends to the end. Like We, we got we to be there. Do you think um, Waka being your son, is, is, do you think that's why he's had issues with, with, with certain individuals in that camp because he's defending his mom? Who? Waka Flock. With, with who? I mean, when he's had, when he's had like a beef or a situation with Gucci or, or Juice or whatever. You think Him and Gucci's situation, I think it's something totally different. Like oh, wow. what they was, and I don't think, they're not beefing. Yeah, yeah, not no so, more. yeah, they're not that they, they stuff with something totally different. It's not just that. So here's the thing, okay? People can say whatever it is that they want to say. He doesn't have to do this because it's business. Mm-hmm. It's not personal. Hey. It's not personal. Hey. <laughs> it's not personal. Come on. So you don't have to carry this nigga. Oh, fuck they ain't gonna talk to my mama like this. This is the game I'm in. Yeah. They know what time it is. <laughs> they know what time it is. <laughs> So they don't have to jump up and run and go do something or you get on there and you talk that shit. Yeah, yeah. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. So when you policing and you doing stuff, mm-hmm. they know hands down, don't touch this. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. So you got up there and you said all the stuff that you said to protect yourself anyway. Yeah. So nobody could touch you mm-hmm. and nothing could ever happen to you. But it's not going to happen to you because you might have hurt me and you might have pierced me some, but I'm okay. I'm a big girl yeah. and I could take it. You're looking for that Nunu. You're looking for that exclusive. You don't want to wait in line for hours for your J's. Hit up Kicks USA. Follow them on Instagram at KIXXUSA. All the exclusive. I mean, from the Travis Scotts to the Off-Whites to the Jordan Retros. Anything you need, Kicks got you. Follow them on Instagram. They got all the exclusive Kicks. Trust me, I get mine from there. You should too. Kicks USA, where they kick it the American way. I think, you know, I think the beautiful thing about it, Miss Deb, is the fact that you... You, your, your spirit and your heart never changed. E- even if this situation didn't work out or, or didn't end the way it was supposed to end in this situation, you, you kept on opening doors, like um, with Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Fendi introduced you guys, right? Actually, actually, Fendi let me hear her music. Wow. Fendi is the person from a show that Gucci had down there. I brought Gucci down to do the show for, for Fendi, and... Everybody knew I wanted a girl. 
Mm-hmm. I wanted a girl bad. And Finney's like, I got that girl. I got that girl. And he gave me the CD. I didn't even get down the road good. And I heard Nikki and I called him. But I never met him through her. What happened is that one of our security is Nikki's cousin's husband. Okay. And he, he was in my house. And he said, Deb, guess who I got on the phone? I said, who? He said, Nikki. She's down in North Carolina. She's stuck in North Carolina. Fendi left her down there. Whatever happened, and her and Safari was stuck down there. I said, good, I'm going to send for her. I sent for her to come in. Like, when I talked to her and she wanted to help, she's like, I really want a female. Da, 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 da. She started going through that. I said, okay, cool. I would send for you to come up. Yeah. And I sent for her to come up, quote, unquote. They'll say that Gucci did it. But I sent for her <laughs> to, to come up. Okay. And um, when we talked, and i never forget, we was right there on Rock Quarry. And we was looking at apartments and doing different things. And I said to her, I said, listen. If you want me to help you, the only way I can help you is you got to come here to Georgia. Wow. But I'm not coming to New York. Come on. Okay? And that's where she had all her problems at anyway in New York. But if you come here, I'll do for you here. Hmm. But I'm not going to go there. And that's how that ended where she came like we sent for her. But he is the first person that gave me um, the CD. And then me and him fell out because it all was because I was in disagreement Okay. Because he had the come up DVD. This is Big Fendi. Yeah, yeah, and he wanted the, the cover of that thing to say Fat Pussy. <laughs> okay? So Nikki did the Kim Stan thing. That yeah. shit pissed me off. And Nikki was hurt with it also. And she's like, Dab, I don't want to do it like that. And I handled it from there. And that's how me and him, um, how we didn't see eye to eye with that. It wasn't for us to fall out with yeah, each yeah, other, yeah, sure. but it was like, no, she's not going to do that. I want to take her a different kind of way because with Nikki, I wanted to do Nikki different, not through a man. And Nikki was assigned to Young Money and yeah. all of that. And even if at that time, if she had that deal with Young Money, she would have been signed to Fendi, mm. not to Young Money. Young Fendi was doing the deal with Young Money oh, wow. in reference to her. So that whole thing was, the whole thing would have been different. Mm. They're not going to tell those stories. Yeah. Yeah. But it hurts me that that Georgia gets no thanks. No credit for For anything that happens. And she thanked all these people, but never said nothing about me. And I took everything I had at that time to put behind her and to believe in her and to do what I did with her. And that this time here, when she got the big one, and I remember telling her that that's when I walk away from her. Once you get your award, my job is complete. Amen. Because even with all of them, I still speak up for them. There's still people that call and say different things, and I still speak up for them. I will never, ever look down on them or have ill things to say about them. I'm not going to do that. You understand what I'm saying? But yeah. that part right there hurt me. Even if not me, you could have acknowledged Georgia. Yeah. And you never acknowledged Georgia. Never. Georgia was not acknowledged. Because she kind of broke out of Atlanta. She did break here. Yeah, period. This is where she broke at. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, so by the time that she got to Young Money, you you guys were you weren't you weren't dealing with her anymore. Thank you. Sir. Mm-mm. I was there. Oh, you were there. I was there. Like, I, it's a, it's a, oh, wow. I don't want to go. Yeah, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go through I all didn't that. Know that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I was there. I was still around. Okay. Well, we, and we, even to her to get that deal, she wasn't there. We pushed it when Beam Me Up Scotty was done. Beam Me Up Scotty was done to throw it where they won't have no choice because that's what she wanted to be. She wanted to be with Young Money. She wanted to be with Wayne. Yeah. She really, really want. That's what she wanted to be at. Yeah. So let's do that CD and put them all in it and make a segment that the baby was like, you got to be crazy. 
you know, I love baby. Shout out to baby. <laughs> I love baby. <laughs> okay. And um, he said it'll make it look like Gucci did this for her, which he didn't. Yeah. Because he didn't even care for her, really. He was mad. <laughs> he didn't want me to have wait her. A minute, wait a minute. Go, go. No, he didn't want me to have her. I thought Gucci might have had a crush on her back in the day. Yeah, well, he did. He couldn't get there, so he didn't have no more crushes. <laughs> but it's it's like, <laughs> like they don't even tell. Like the whole, all the stuff, when I look at it, yeah. I'm like, wow, how these stories could be. They, they just and how they just tell the people parts. it's just <laughs> so convenient. Even for his, I, he, he wrote a, well, he didn't write the book. Yeah. They wrote the book for him. Mm -hmm. I read this book. I said, what the hell? What the hell is this? Wow. wow. But I'm not going to rebuttal because they, everybody kept pressing rebuttal back on this book. But, but I'm not doing that shit. I, you know, I'm not going to sit there and keep going tip for tap on stuff. And, you know, the only bad part about it is I understand what people was telling me. They said, Dad, you're not saying nothing makes it look like it's truth with all the stuff that's said. <laughs> but I can't sit here and go back and forth with that petty ass shit. Back and forth. Oh, you did this. You did that. Oh, you was wrong. You was wrong. I might have didn't know everything that I was doing. For sure. I ain't going to sit up here and lie. Mm -hmm. I got put, a lot was put on my plate. Facts. You understand what I'm saying? But damn it, I ain't do none of that shit to hurt y'all. But Miss Dale, it worked. Yeah, I hurt me. Miss Dale, it worked. And helped up, you know how I know everybody it Everybody is It rich. helped everybody else win <laughs> everybody from the is, shit that I did. Everybody that you touched is up in that time period. Everybody is a millionaire. Everybody got more left with more than what you know. It's even with. Ella, the beat me up, Scotty. Like for that CD to come out and them not to acknowledge me yeah. on that CD, I felt that. And at first, when I called Nikki, she didn't know. She didn't know about the CD. Okay. Okay. To her defense, she did not know. And I called her, but that shit hurt me. Like, what did I do to you? Did I do something that bad to you? That CD was the CD that we worked so hard to pull you out, mm. to bring you through, where no man could put you out. You did this shit on your own. Mm -hmm. No man did this. I bust my ass. You know how much shit I went through with people? You know how many beefs I got into? You know all the stuff? That's why Puffy hate me to this day. Mm -hmm. All had to do with her. Defending, fighting, doing all this shit. And that shit is crazy that it the stuff that people did to me yeah. because of how I backed them. Let's get her the hell up out of the way. We need to move her out. That shit hurt me. I didn't do anything to y'all. I would have stood back and let everybody do whatever it is that they have to do. I don't care. That's the kind of person I am. I'm overprotective on them. I'm not going to let somebody hurt them. I'm not going to let somebody do something to them. And I never told their business yeah. to this day. Yeah. I've never told their business. I've never put out interviews on them. I never did it and I never will do it. I will never, ever do that. I will never throw shit dirt on them. Never. You, you couldn't make me do it. That's beautiful, though. That's beautiful. But you know what, Miss Dale? Uh, can't nobody say it didn't work. Trap music is here. Actually, uh, it's the number one genre in the world, hip-hop. And, and majority of it is trap. So. And how could they ever stop like we did that? They didn't even play them. On radios, we did that in the street. You know mm -hmm. how I did that? Because I know how to do hand-to-hand -hand combat in the street. I took all my negative and turned it into something positive. Amen. I know how to work the streets. You know what I'm saying? I know how to work them states. I know how to do all that stuff, and I knew a lot of people. So I know we're going to get over. I know we're going to go places, and we're going to do stuff. Do you feel like Todd Moskowitz and Joey, Man <laughs> Joey Manda are living off your work? I know he is. 
I know the both of them is. I sat in the room with Todd when he made up a story on Nikki. I sat in the room with Todd when he made up a story on, on Jim. I've sat, in the I've sat there and watched him do stuff, and he made stories up. I watched him do that. And, and he also put the stories out on me. The chick told on him. I thought once I cornered her up, she told the stuff that he did. That shit hurt me because I saved them. They was closing them down. And I took them all in, like, we're not going to go there. Let's go over here with Todd, and we're going to do this stuff here, mm -hmm. and we'll get to do what we have to do. But because I wouldn't do what you wanted to do, he was so obsessed with Gucci. They wanted Gucci so bad to take, because they knew how Gucci operated. Gucci would do something now, and five minutes, they don't give a fuck about that. He going on doing something else. <laughs> sell it, sell it. Just give me the money and yeah. go on. Gucci going to do something else. He didn't care. Yeah. But they needed me out because they could not do to him what they want to do to him. Exactly. I would not allow it to happen. And, and I always say this to people that I remember I was mad at Leo Cohen. And actually, I've been knowing Leo for a long time. I yeah. knew Leo before he became who he is today yeah. when he was with DMC and them. Okay. Okay? okay. So he said to me one day, I never forgot, I was in the back of the car. And he was feeling a little special. But he came to me and he said, you know what? You should have stayed in charity because that's where you belong. This is not cut for you. And I was offended by what he said to me for a long time, but it's not an offense. He let me know where my heart was. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. And you don't need that kind of heart around them. But I did so much dirty stuff, Meech, like in the streets, my street days and yeah, yeah. doing stuff. I didn't want that because I really do love people. I really love people, and I love helping people, and I love building, and I sincerely love being a mother. Amen. Like, these are things, I'm sorry. You like, I, I really, really love... Doing stuff like that, you know, and no, you can definitely tell that your heart is in, and, and because you continue, you continue, no matter what happens, you continue, you continue to do it. Yeah, even to this day. Yeah, you know people can't. I know what it takes. Like you're not taking that away from me and building an artist. I know how to build an artist. Okay, especially a female. She gonna get some tough ass love, but you are gonna learn. And you can't just bring me a song and think we are gonna get up there and do this. That's what they don't understand. And when mm. you come in, you ain't leaving. You not and I'm hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy even for Nikki. Look at Nikki's a beast now, and I love how she was. But she was the most timidest little girl you'd ever want to see. Wow. Very timid. They was like she wasn't lying. She did try to commit suicide, but there's not a female out here, okay? And I don't want people to get upset mm -hmm. that I can see that worked as hard as that girl worked. That girl worked work. And that's the one thing I gotta say about every last one of them back then. Yeah. They worked Gucci, yeah. Juice, mm. Nikki. Even French raggedy ass. <laughs> okay? They worked their asses off. I wasn't going to say nothing about French. But no, French was in there, but they worked. You yeah, have to understand. Yeah. If he's a person I like going to the studio with. I like creating records with French. They said Gucci robbed French for 5K. Yep, and I paid him right here in Fayetteville. You want to know that? I paid him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Right here, in Fayetteville, right here where we at right now, yeah. the gas station. I met him right here at this gas station and gave him 5000 back. Because Gucci had robbed him. I got him. He was in tears. He had no money to go. Never forget him, chinks, all of them. Came down there. I gave him the money. Sure did. Gucci did get him. I said, Gooch. We go. He said, Auntie, I ain't going to go through all that. But I said, Gooch. Then I just went on in the house, took the money on out of there, and just so, gave it. Because one thing about Gucci, yeah. we didn't even have like a financial thing like nah, that. Yeah. Because whatever it was, he take all the money back anyway. I'm just giving him, he going to the titty bar. He going somewhere. I just get him. He, Gucci had me wrapped around his finger. I was a mm. sucker for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He just get all the money back or whatever. I just went in there and just got the money and just gave it to French. I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but these, was Gucci just bored? No, that's who he was. You know, Gucci was a stick up kid. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. They got him down for something else, but he was a stick up kid. Yeah. That's yeah. what he was for real.
And he got him that way. <laughs> so you had to put out a lot of those fires. I did. <laughs> you, do you know how many times, like, I'll I, I never forget. <laughs> we was up here at the cab. He just got finished robbing him. <laughs> his and here I go walking in the damn house. Here comes his aunt. His aunt coming in the thing. And I'm coming in there. I said, oh, shit. I'm sitting here in my head. This mother. And I'm like, he just robbed him. I couldn't believe he had me go in there. After he just robbed Fritz by Taylor. He, no, not, not Fritz. This is somebody else. Oh, he robbed somebody else. Oh, Lord. Here I go. In the, oh, man. That, that boy there, <laughs> that was my Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Was there any way, how hard was it to keep him out of jail? Woo! <laughs> that seemed like a full-time job in itself. He I, was a full, listen to yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> he, that's why I think he went to parts of, over there. She said, I can't do this. She didn't want no parts of there. She didn't want No, because she she's like, with him, we ain't never going to get nowhere. And she begged me, just keep her on Walker. Wow. I, you couldn't, nobody could make me get away from him. He had me so wrapped around his fingers. <laughs> That damn boy. It's a special child. You know, you all got the special child. Understatement. You know, the child that you got to put, take a little more time with. You know that you always have those kids. And I call Juice my knee baby. Because, oh. <laughs> you know, the knee baby always went through something. Like, if oh you do gosh. it in a family thing, yeah. that third one always felt left yeah, out. Yeah, you always feel left out. Yeah, yeah. And that's Juice. <laughs> like, he was that. Per- and I'm not mad at him now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm still not mad at him. I'm yeah. just hurt. By the fact of, don't chop, don't lie on me, OJ. Yeah. And, and if he needed help, I still would have helped him. I would have spent his record. I would have still, you, you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Man. I would have still spent his record. That was a part of me creating B100 yeah. for independent mm-hmm. artists so that I could spend their music and they could get credit for their music spinning because I know what these guys went through. Yeah, yeah. And that was the one thing that I could lock in and take care of because I didn't do it with the mixtapes. Like, artists don't realize you're giving these labels your mixtapes. Mm-hmm. That's an album. Yeah. Because that's not a mixtape. It's an album. It's project, to get man. you out your deals quicker. Like, you didn't understand that. You know, like, they mm-hmm. didn't understand those things. A mixtape is not a mixtape. Only if you're remaking somebody else's stuff, but you exactly. can't make money off of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Project, and, and I did that with Todd. But I'm not going to sit up here and lie. I can't be mad at him because my dumb ass should have knew what I was doing. You understand what I'm saying? See, one thing I know about us is that, and they know that, we know how to get money, but we don't know how to keep it. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody ever taught us how to keep the money. They didn't teach us how to do these things. And and I'm not ashamed to say I made a lot of mistakes. Even people that I put there that did things that they did, I take that hit for it. You understand? I take the hit because I put them there. Hmm. So I have to take that hit. I take the ownership with it. But you're not going to say that I did anything. And Meech, I save every paper to this day. Like you should see I got tons and tons. Like a, uh, I already know. You don't even understand all the papers that I got in there that I want to keep stuff because that hurt. When the first time I never, I was riding, come from North Carolina, me and Big D. And I heard this on the thing, said she stole. I said, what? I looked at him and the tears rolled down my eyes. I was broke as hell. Wow. I had gave them everything. And everything I was making, I was putting into Nikki at that time. Then and it was like, whoa. But see, I don't front. Yeah. I don't go around fronting the people. Mm-hmm. I don't go around doing all that stuff. It is what it is. I don't regret it though. I don't regret anything it is that I done with any of them. I have Amen. fun. I just thought I cut my phone off. I'm so it, sorry. It, it, you know, you got the hotline going. Who was Big D, by the way? Huh? If you don't mind me asking. 
Who who was Big D? D? I mean, you know, I've heard some things or whatever, and 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 you know, who was Big D, and what was y'all relationship, and uh, how you feel about the uh, the murder of Jam Master J? You know, Jam Master Day, the day that he died, that Friday, he was supposed to come to the school because I was teaching hip hop one on one at Southside the high school. Okay, and Jam and the kids took that class; they got a half a credit for taking that class, mm. and he was supposed to come that day to speak to the kids. So, wow. it, it hurts Master with Jay, with man. all of them, like you know, not just him. Trouble, yeah. Like I remember the first time I met Trouble and took Trouble out of town. Trouble, Trouble. First time I took Trouble out of town. And um, when he came home, that damn CD that he did was everything. Yeah. Oh, I love that CD. Trump. And now take off. Like, that hurts. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, Trump. this is where we have to stop. This ain't cute no more. No. And Georgia is not fun anymore. Because now they're allowing everybody and everything to come here to do whatever it is that they want to do, and mm-hmm. we're changing. Shaka went through that incident. Yeah. We didn't have these problems. Like, one thing about Georgia, like, everybody that ever came here to see me, they was like, damn, y'all got celebrities walking around everywhere. Celebrities was good to walk around. You could walk around anywhere. You were safe. Yeah. Our one mall that we had that was half as decent, Lennox. Yeah. You can't even go on Lennox no more because yes. now it's metal detectors yeah. all over. I'm trying to tell you. Why is this like that? Why? But we have to take ownership because we're not putting truth out there. Mm. We're not putting truth. The jails is piled up. All the kids that's inside the jail. All of them Mm-mm-mm. turning on each other, turning on the Ku Klux Klan. Y'all want to keep talking about Black yeah, Lives yeah. Matter? No, for sure, for sure. And stuff that people doing, go there, fight there. Send them to war if that's what they want to do. Fighting each other. Shooting Instead each of other, fighting each other. other and all the stuff that's being said, we have no leaders. There's nobody standing up. And I, I remember one time, and I went to Jason Jeter, and I went to Shaka, and I said, listen, we need to sit down. We all need to come to the table and sit down. You can't go to L.A., you can't go to New York and do what you want to do. But why is it that everybody could keep coming here and you're uplifting our, our people that's here? Yeah. And the people that are here is not getting the opportunities. And everybody's moving here, setting up shop and knocking people down. Why? Why is that happening? Yeah, you can't do that nowhere else. And you can't go anywhere else to do that. Why? Why, why is there no order here? Why is this now Atlanta's became the Wild Wild West? And our people, all our people are being hurt. Do you know how big that is? When I seen that with Takeoff, like, that, like, my soul, it took off. Like, that's a big part of Atlanta. Big part. That's a big part of Atlanta. You know how big that is? Yeah, that hurt. That was a hurt. That, that was like, and you know the thing it is? When I sit here and think about it, who's on that plane? His mother. His mother had to ride. That nobody's sitting here thinking about it. I talked to Trouble's mother. And, um, you know, just her going through what she's going through. But she's going through it alone. Where's all the friends? Where's all y'all at with this lady? She's there alone, having to fight this whole thing alone. And that hurts, too, because I know both of them. You understand what I'm saying? Like, And it hurts because when you have your hands on both kids, like, where do you, like, shit. Like, this this hurts. Do you think that Atlanta's under attack, the hip-hop? No, that's some bullshit. That's an excuse. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even put that out there like that. They mm-hmm. under attack in hip-hop. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that out there. Mm-hmm. You know, that... What would make you think something like that? Like, what I would mean, make you even think that? I, I don't think it. I just hear a lot of... 
people say that like that we're under attack, and I'm just like, what, but what's the attack? Uh, as far as uh, they they talk about you know legal locking up artists, targeting artists. But why is that like that though, sweetie? Think of sit here and think about Meech. Why is that happening? Why are these artists getting locked up? They can't think that they're above the law. True. Okay, you can't go in here and do all these things because you're an artist to feel that you could do all these things to people and, and that nothing can happen to you or because you get some C-notes that you could buy your way through everything. Mm. They don't even know the game. They ain't playing a political game. No, not at all. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Who runs Atlanta? Is it, is it politics? Is it hip-hop? Or is it the streets? Let me ask you that one. Mm. Who runs Atlanta? I would have to say politics. Oh, you say that? If I had to pick one. Let me explain something to you. Break it down. Let me, let me share this with you. Yes, ma'am. In this right here, you could take this to Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Navy Federal, every bank you want to. Mm -hmm. The streets is always going to have a say-so hmm. in everything it is that go on. And, of course, politics play roles in it. Mm -hmm. But the okay? politics in the streets have a relationship. And hip-hop. Because that reaches the people. Amen. Okay. Okay. Do you yeah, because the I'm politicians saying? can't, because hip hop gets the people. So, who do they the run to, Tom, when they need something to happen? <laughs> so, who runs Atlanta? All three of them do. Facts. Facts. Let me tell you something. I got a movie that's so ill that I'm getting together now. Yes, ma'am. And it's everything in that movie is the weirdest shit. It's what's going on right now. And this thing been written a while ago. But it's all happening now, right here. Wow. So when you look at it, who runs it? But we have no leaders. We're in a state of emergency here. Hmm. We have no leaders. This is the mecca for black people. Facts. And look at what's going on. This, will come this shows you that if you put in any type of leadership, what happens? But everybody want to yell prejudiceness. Everybody want to yell the white man. Everybody want to yell that. But it gets to hire you to do whatever you got to do to your brothers, your sisters, and whoever else. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Makes sense. You're hired to do these things. Mm, 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 mm. We don't support each other. We don't take each other's back. We don't do any of that kind of stuff. None of it. I hate to say it, but yeah. Yeah. So are we under attack? I'm not going to say we're under attack. They attack their damn self. You understand? Greed. Greed. Dividing and conquer. There you go. Let's talk about a lot of note. Everybody that you, you know, it seemed like everything you touch turns to legendary. Now I was just scrolling on uh YouTube one day and oh, I seen Lord. a I seen a guy. Kind of looked like you a little bit. His name was Bimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so and then I realized that he, uh, they said, Oh, it's you know, this this your brother. Why was Bimmy so notorious? I would love to interview him, by the way. We can put that in. Hey, Bimmy. Holla. He was just, he just left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why was Bimmy so notorious? He wasn't notorious. That's what, that's what they say. <laughs> you know, you still have to go back in those days. Yeah. And you have to, you know, you have to look. It's like, the, the crazy thing is, is that, you know, me and him, we was just talking. We just did an interview together and okay. just realizing that how I turned them out. <laughs> and it was so crazy because he really wasn't the one that was under. He has a twin. Oh, wow. That's the one. Hmm. 
you're not going to see him or not gonna see him anything. He's not like, going to be on YouTube. He's totally different. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's very much different. Yeah. And um, But we were just talking about all that, but looking at now and, and still how we messed up. We learned a lot. Like That's life. We learned a lot. I've been around a lot of people, learned a lot, but I was trained by men. Mm-mm-mm. Did you know Supreme? So yeah. why was he? Why was he so respected? What was? What did? What was Supreme? What about Supreme? I keep telling you, the streets are always respected. Yeah, it is. I see. One day y'all y'all get the real story on Queens and who the real boss of Queens was. Huh? That's like when you sit here and you listen to Prime and you listen to Cat. Yeah. You know, that's on the South Side that they did stuff. Yeah. But there's a person that was over all of them, and that's the thing that's never been told. So people get to write all the stuff. They don't have everything in Yeah, they are mapped out. Like how it is. But yeah, I know Prem. Mm -hmm. What was Bimmy's connection with Prem and how did he become, uh, how did he end up being an Ann off of Def Jam? Well, he was, you know, with, with Russell. Okay. Being over there with Russell. You know, if you go back, you'll look at my brother, even though he looked like a white man standing up there. <laughs> Shout out to Bimmy, man. Shout out to Bimmy. Like when, when um, Run DMC and the first time they ever was on stage, he was mm -hmm. on stage with them. I can't think of that man. I keep forgetting that man's name, whose show they was on, the first show that they was on, that they had black people up there. I forgot. You know, I'm, I'm decades in yeah. with all of this stuff, but he's been around there for a long time. Like. There it is. He was just, he was just yeah. around in whatever shape, form, or fashion he was. Yeah. It's kind of hard for you to explain. Like, now they, they cover up all this shit with all this paper shit. Yeah. But they knew it wasn't even about a lot of that stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how they how they doing now. But we come from that era when hip-hop started. Okay. From 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 the middle of it. Mm -hmm. All right, man. We, we, getting, we getting down to the nitty-gritty. It has been told to me that you like Donald Trump. Oh, Lord. Is that, is that, <laughs> I be doing my research, damn. I've been waiting on this interview for a long time. What you gonna do? Beat me up about Donald Trump? No, I'm not. I'm, I, yeah. I might agree you know, with you. you know I might what? agree with you, you know on some. Yeah, I might agree I with you I'm on some things. I'm not gonna disagree with no, how I'm I feel about real. him. I'm gonna tell it like yeah. it is. I'm not gonna disagree with it. You know, it ain't that I'm in love with him. Yeah. But I know what I'm gonna get from him. You, you understand what I'm saying? It, it's like I don't know why people some people going crazy. <laughs> they, you know, only why they did a shit with Biden because yeah. they paid a lot of money. Yeah. They paid all these celebrities all that money to get all of them in there to come up here and come in people's face. Mm -hmm. And so y'all so y'all got their favorite people and they loved them. So now they looked at y'all like you was okay. But let me ask y'all a question. Yeah. What president made it where people could get more unemployment money than they could get on the job? That's why they ain't working. Now. Donald Trump. <laughs> hey, Donald Trump fed the hood now. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, I'm I'm gonna just be real. I'm just be real. P long. Hey, I'm gonna be real, Miss Deb. Who told them to go out and buy all of them Rolls Royces and all that hey, other kind of man, stuff? <laughs> when I think back, uh, when Trump and Biden was in office, the gas prices was cheaper with Trump. He a hey, PPPs and SBAs and forget all. I'm just being. I ain't saying I'm a Trump supporter, ladies and gentlemen. DJ but such see, and such gonna get mad at me, but I'm just saying. Okay, listen to me. Let uh, me let me share this with you. Okay. When people tell me, oh, don't say nothing about you like her because this one ain't going to mess with you, I don't give a damn if you don't mess with me. <laughs> and then what is democracy? Come on. I want to know that from people. Yeah. And if we all like the same person, where the hell would we be at right now? <laughs> 
You think I give a damn about what these people say? Exactly. I don't care. They don't know who they like. Yeah. They don't even know. They, they don't even vote. <laughs> they don't even vote. They don't go out there and vote. They don't go out there and do nothing. But that man threw that money up there. Everybody named mamas was yeah. going up there. They didn't come to see the president. They came to see them stars. <laughs> they got to see their favorite rappers. Yeah. They got to see all these different things. Yeah. It wasn't about, they don't know nothing about nothing. They ain't working now. Well, shouts out, man. Uh, uh, we, 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 I'm going to stay away from that politics. Yeah, you better stay away from me because I'm not backing down on it because somebody else don't like something. That's on you. I ain't backing down. So don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I'm okay. I love me. It can't be worse as the Herschel Walker commercials, boy, because they, dra- they be dragging Herschel. <laughs> but you know what? Herschel. He will be the one that'll come in office. Yeah. Because they could control him. He a puppet. Now, I'm not trying to be funny, and I'm not saying nothing bad about people, yeah. but if they let that man come up here, I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. Let's go. I'm running. Because this don't make no sense. Everybody can run. Because now they just letting everybody come in and be whoever it is that they want to be. I just never forget. I was riding up Sandy Springs uh, last week, and I seen somebody in these nice big houses yard. Run, Herschel, run. <laughs> they said, run, so <laughs> This episode is being brought to you by Engorge Rejuvenation Tea, promoting erections, improving stamina, promotes endurance, increases size, and boosts libido. If you really want to give her that pressure, make sure you go to engorge.com today. E-N-G-O-R-G-E.com. Official sponsor of the Ugly Money Podcast, all-natural male supplement. You're doing very well. We're going to have to lay hands. Oh, man. Shouts out Herschel Walker, man. All yeah. right, look, question, question. Did you know Whitney Houston? Of course I know Nikki. I know that, but you know I have to ask for the, for the people. So is it really true that she wanted to be a veterinarian instead of a singer? Yeah. Yeah. What? How? how? That came from her. She told me that. She told me that, that she really wanted to be a veterinarian. That she didn't want to be a singer. She didn't want that. That's not what she wanted. I mean, what would make you think that if you have a voice like that, you have to know that you're you're special? How many people out here can sing? But see, it's not Some about... Some people can sing, listen but it's me. singing... Listen, 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 listen. Huh? It's not about her talent. Okay. It's about what comes along with it. Hmm. Nietzsche, do you know what it feels like to sit in a position like that and everybody's pointing their finger at you? Everything that you do is scrutinized. Hmm. Everything you do is scrutinized. Even for crazy. even for for BK, she didn't have a chance. They talked about that baby when she came out, like all the stuff that they talked about. The people did this. The people killed that baby. Mm-mm-mm. You can't sit here and look at all this the way that they come out and 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 come at people. You can't do nothing. Everything you do, people have stuff to talk about with you. You can't do nothing. Do you know what that feels like not to have a life? Do you know what that feels like not to be able to trust people? Everybody think that you got so much. Everybody thinks that nothing can happen to you. Nothing can happen to you. You just got everything. Everything is yours. You can just do it. Wow. You just own the world. Oh, you can do this. You can do that. You got this. You got that. You can live like this. You can live like that. They don't even understand. If you go to the hospital, how'd you get sick? How the hell you get sick? 
And I, I know you in here, but could I take a picture with you? Are you serious? Wow. Like, it's the stuff that you go through that people disregard that you're even human. You can't make a mistake, Nietzsche. You cannot make any mistakes. I always tell people, be careful what you ask for. And what are you willing to sacrifice to get to the top? Because your life is no longer your life when you come up into this. Everybody, everybody has something to say about you. Everybody knows who you are. They know you better than you know yourself. I got people that argue with me about me. Hmm. With you. About you. They tell me this is who I am. <laughs> really? That's crazy. Or what I like. Or I know you won't do this. Or, I, or I'm sorry. Or if I come somewhere, oh, oh, Miss Deb, I'm so sorry. Oh, wait, I, I know that you're not like, what the hell? I'm here. Mm, 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 mm. I'm here. Or I'm not touching you. Or I'm not doing this. If I flipped on you, you flipped on yourself first. Wow. I don't come to people and just out. I love people. But people have a way of coming to you with some bullshit. <laughs> it's the shit that they come to you with and don't lie to me. Don't You ain't got to sell games to me. Yeah. You ain't got to tell me something that you think I like or I want to be or I got to be a certain kind of way. Mm. I've done bill collectors still. I still go to Walmart. I go to Dollar Tree. I go to Family Dollar. I go to all of these stores. I still go to all these places. Wow. wow. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm still, I still get up every morning. I got to go sit my ass on that toilet like you do. <laughs> Definitely. Okay? All the things I got to eat the same way. All these things that I have to do. Yes, ma'am. I, I do the same thing. And it's like now, even for me now, like one of the things that I want to say too that could kind of go out, I'm still big or whatever, mm -hmm. but I lost a lot of weight because, you know, I had COVID. I was in a coma for a while. But I made them, it was so hush-hush that do not talk about it. I don't want to be like Kelly is. Everybody got these rumors with Kelly Price. The woman mm -hmm. couldn't even be sick. Mm -hmm. Nobody could be sick because y'all got so much shit to say about mm -hmm. them. Don't say nothing. Nobody ever knew anything that I was doing. So now if I go out, oh, she had surgery. Oh, she had this. Oh, she had that. No, I got to drop some pounds. I'm still fat as hell. <laughs> you think I'll get my ass done before my stomach? <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? You just get hey, to see shit now because stuff is dropped. <laughs> you know, and it's like just the dumb rumors oh, and the Lord. dumb stuff that they'll have that, that they say. It's just ridiculous. Fame has its pros and cons. That's why I tell people, be careful what you ask for. And are you really, is this what you really want? How do you feel about the Trap Museum not honoring you as the queen of trap music? I told, I told Tip that. Shout out the tip. I okay, shout out the tip. Yeah. Um, how could you put this in here? And then they didn't even put, they put Gucci and not Juice. Hmm. When really, it's the other way around. It wasn't Gucci, it was Juice. You know, all these misconceptions of the stories that they have yeah. is like, it's not real. But it was not Gucci, it was OJ. OJ was the real trap. That was your real trap guy, not Gucci. Learn something new every day. Yeah, it was not. Gooch was a stick-up kid. <laughs> um, Juice was really the trap The trapper. He was really on, on Bodacris. Uh, yeah, that Bodacris showed him right there. <laughs> that Bodacris showed him. I remember the first time, yeah. I, when I first moved to Atlanta years ago, I uh, 
I lived off a of boulder crest off the Clifton Church. I never forget. And uh, I saw the thirty two entertainment building over there off. Of He's Gresham. always had that. That thirty two. Yeah. Has always been something that he had, you know. And I, I, I did an interview recently with somebody who was like talking about that. It's like, well. Um, Juice didn't give Gucci no harm. It's like, that's why I was like that because, of it. no, it wasn't. Gucci didn't do that with Juice. Mm. Yeah, he was known to be with him, but mm. it was Jadakiss that really opened up that door for OJ. It was Jadakiss. That's wow. who really did that. Wow. And Juice disrespected Jadakiss at the Hot 90, um, whatever that, that thing is. Yeah, Remember, hot. they didn't have Southern artists up there. Yeah. And now Juice got so big that he didn't want to show up. And then New York disrespected him because Juice had gotten big. Yeah, he was big. Like, they was loving Juice. Yeah, he was his hottest nigga. They didn't even know Juice was from the South. They thought Juice was a Puerto Rican. Yeah. They didn't know that Juice was from the South. You understand what I'm saying? When That's he was crazy. up there, it was different. So they now they don't really tell all the real stories yeah. of how this stuff really was and how it was because that wasn't how it is. And technically, that's really how me and Gooch fell out. Was it with Juice? He didn't like the idea of me signing Juice. He didn't sign Juice. I did. I would not let somebody else sign OJ. They, somebody else was going to sign him. I said, no. He's been with Gucci all this time and moving around with this. I'm not going to let him. We done took him all around the place. I'm not going to let that happen. Yeah. And I told you, so I got you. He was hurt. He was hurt. And I said, I got you. Hmm. And I, that's the biggest mistake that I made right there. But I brought him right in to there. It was the same thing with French. When I went to French with Chinks, when Chinks said to me, sign me, Deb, I wouldn't do I went to French. I called French. I said, French, sign chinks before somebody else get them. Yeah. And not really looking at it. Like, I'm not crossing you. I want to keep everybody in right here. But that was mistakes that I did. Those were my mistakes. Do you have, looking, looking back in hindsight of all the things that you've done and all the accomplishments that you've made, do you have any regrets? I think it's according to what the regret is. Okay. Okay. Um, That's fair. There's some things I'm not happy about. Like if I could have done certain things differently, I would have. Okay. Do I regret the people? Mm -mm. Amen. No, no. I don't have no regrets when it comes to any of them. But I regret some of the people I allowed to come in. Mm. And I regret not listening to, you know, I had... Two women on my team that was powerful. And that was Portia and India. They were a big part of Mosaic and everything it is that we did. They were super huge and played a major part, a role in the lives of even Gucci, with Nikki, with French. They played big parts there. Yeah. Okay? And I didn't listen to them all the way. I was so busy protecting them. They were my babies. I was so busy protecting them, and I didn't listen. And Kia, like, I had a team that I really didn't need to put more people in there than I put in there. That's where I messed up at. Mm. I regret that part, because when I started allowing other people to come in, that's when everything started getting really messed up in there. So you would advise someone that is on their journey to success of building a company in the entertainment industry to keep their circle small? Keep your circle very small. You know what I'm saying? I want to use that. And you have to keep it very small, and you have to be careful of whispers. You have to watch everything around you. Let me, let me tell you something, Nietzsche. Mm. I remember my dad used to give me money to go to school every day. Mm-hmm. And he said, Deborah, I want you to move around in your lunchroom, right? Like where I'm sitting at. And he wants me to throw the money from different sides, but he wants me to pay attention to everybody that's around me. And watch how they start becoming closer and closer to you. 
And I never knew that the lessons that he was giving me then, that I would need them today. And those are the things that happened to me. So I had people there that was like close and close that they was coming. It was people that I blew up that crossed me and the stuff that. That's I just I just I you know as as an aspiring CEO and and, and a person that is, is 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 trying to you know walk in certain footsteps or just you know trying to do my thing. I just don't understand what makes artists do that. Like people, you have somebody. It's not just the artists. It's not just the artists. Okay. It's the it's, it's the people. You have to understand Nietzsche. When they come from not having anything, exactly, they want to make it. They want they want the success. And if your story is good enough to tell, you just have to understand. Everybody ain't cut from the same types of cloth, and you just have to kind of understand that. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so I that's tough one for to me. me. That's tough. I forgive me. them. Wow. Like I really do forgive them because I understand. I came up with different values. Yeah, me too. My values was different. I was taught differently. And I was taught from an early, early age of doing things. So it's totally different for me than what it was for them. And I know their stories. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not upset yeah. with them. I'm not, that's why I've never got it to be. I'm only hurt because the love that I have for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I love them. It has nothing to do with this music industry. I ain't never got to walk on a red carpet with them, sit up in them. I don't give a damn about that shit. I didn't like that shit then. I don't go to all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't hang out in all that stuff. I don't need to be in an in crowd to be a part of all of that. Yes, I don't have to be that to feel like I belong. As long as I'm doing what has to be done by you, then I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yes, like, man. that's the part that's it. But it's all the other people that are out there that make up all these stories. Yeah. Why are you making up that story? Why are you, what are you getting out of telling people these lies that are not, that is not real? What are you getting out of that? I don't, I don't, I don't understand it myself. I, um, I always say that, like, you know, if you take somebody, when you work with somebody and they have nothing and you try to pour into them to the point where it works, you that person that person anybody that puts you in a position to make some money and feed your family or at least tries to help because they didn't have to always deserves your utmost respect. I just don't understand it. Nah, Sometimes they, they don't they don't know about. Let me let me tell you something. You didn't some, I, for some I, people you did more than their daddy did for them. Yeah. Let me let me share something with you. I never forget. Oh, let's do it. Mm-hmm. When Walker did that record, that boy didn't have nothing. He done forgot all about the record. And I never forget we sitting in the house and Walker said, Ma. You have to go to his mother because he's just like me. His mother is a single mother just like you. He said, and we got to find him. He got to eat off of this. So I remember us giving him the check. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That boy didn't know nothing. He didn't have nothing. He couldn't prove that that was his record. We had everything. And Walker gave it to him. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, it's all of these people that is stuff that we've done. It wasn't only artists. Mm. All the producers. I had all the producers. Yeah, boy. Them also. All of them. <laughs> but I never, I only did it to protect them. When yeah. I did Zaytoven, I did Zay to protect them. Why Zay don't speak to me? I don't know. I never did nothing to him. I never did nothing to him but try to help him. I just tried to help him. He was a church boy. And I knew what they was doing to him. And he came to me and I said, I got you so that this won't happen to you. That's it. Whenever you want to come out, tell me you want to come out, I'll release you. I did it. Nothing. Don't give me nothing. Don't do nothing. Go. I just wanted to protect him because he was a good kid. Yeah. But why do y'all? What? What? What, what did I do to you? 
What did I do to you? Because then one person's not talking to me, then you can't talk to me, or this person didn't say nothing about me, so you can't say nothing about me, or you can't do, I didn't do anything to you. I never did anything. People are out there collecting stuff now. They know that ain't theirs for them to collect. They know I'm supposed to be collecting. I don't even bother them. So if I'm so wicked, I don't bother you. I don't bother nobody. Yeah, you're right. I don't bother nobody. Todd, you went and did all that stuff. You, he, Todd signed T. Wayne, and T. Wayne was still signed to me. 300 did. And T. Wayne was still signed to me. I didn't go run after them. I didn't go do nothing. They've seen a ghost when I came into the arena. And they thought I was going to do something. I'm not doing nothing because that's not who I am. I'm not fighting people about money. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do it. You know how many damn people I had? You know how many people were signed? You know how many contracts I got on the computer right now that I've seen people? I said, holy shit, I didn't even know I had this person. (laughs) Wow. And there's a signature on there. Wow. I could have easily went. Collected. And collected. You know how many lawyers the came, the lawyers know? Then the lawyers started coming against me. There was lawyers that I can't even trust. They started wanting to be me. Same thing to them. They wanted to be who I was. But I didn't value that stuff. I didn't even care about that stuff. You could have had all of this shit. I wouldn't care. I just wanted to take care of them and make sure that they were okay. That made me happy. That made me so happy to make sure that they were good and I could protect them. I love taking care of people, the nurturing side of me. I just love that. And it's so damn bad. Like, it's bad. Yeah. It's a gift and a curse. Your um, your baby, Trap Music, is damn near 20, almost what, 50, 20 years old now? Yeah. Your baby's grown up. Look at what you've created. Or look what you've... And you know, for me, yeah. Nietzsche, I'm able to sit back and smile regardless to what anybody yeah. say. And um, I thought about that when... when just happened with takeoff, and I thought about when they were sitting in my living room. We were sitting there talking, and they was telling me about the stuff that they was going through. And we were just having a conversation and just talking. Mm-hmm. And um, these kids don't know. The only thing that I ask people is like, teach them. If somebody puts them in your hands, you don't need no artist that's gonna dictate to you and tell you what the fuck to do. Amen. Leave them alone. You don't need them because you're gonna go through something with them. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But teach them and protect them. And when you take that position, you take that position to take them hits. Hmm. You got to take the hits. You can't go out there and start telling all that goddamn business and telling everything about that. I made everybody sign stuff. That's why you don't hear stories about Nikki. Them hmm. pictures, nothing, nothing. You can't get nothing. And it was only people knew certain things. Yeah. So if it came out, we know where it came from. Exactly. But there's no discussions. Like anybody I work with, you're not going to discuss their business. I don't care what you do to me. Yeah. I don't care how you flipped on me. I don't care what you did to me. I'm not going to run out there and start telling you. You're still stuff. not going to tell the time that you tell. did that with, yeah. with who with him and him and da 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 You ain't about to be messing. through that. Boy, you don't want to go through that. You nobody They don't want that tell-all book. Too much. Too much. We'll talk offline. We'll talk. Too much. <laughs> I don't discuss that. There it is. There it is. I don't discuss it. I don't talk about it. I don't, well, I don't go through any of that stuff. Like, that stuff stays. And I was like, would you really do that to me? And you know I know this and can prove it. Like, are you really serious about this? And I can prove these things. It's not like you just saying it or you getting up there and you saying it because you got followers and you got people. People think because they got these followers <laughs> that, you know, they get all the people to come. These little kids don't know what's going on. 
Little girl got on my thing one time I was on live. She said, give OJ back his money. <laughs> I said, sweetie. I said, I said, sweetie, how old are you? Because I let her come in. Yeah, yeah. I said, how old are you? Yeah. I said, baby, you wasn't even born. <laughs> so what do you know about? Tell me what do you know? Yeah. Well, OJ said that you, I said, I know that he said that, sweetie. <laughs> and they was like, I don't be trying to, no, I have to explain that to yeah. her. Because I've never said anything. But she didn't know. <laughs> did you ever, um, I always wanted to ask you this. Did you ever see Gucci and Jeezy versus happening? Did you, did you, could you imagine that happening? I was happy. Hey, Amen. I was happy. I didn't like the way Gucci did some stuff, but, but, you know, constantly talking about dead stuff and yeah. things like that. It's like. Oh, uh, uh, you know, talking about the death stuff. I didn't, I didn't like that. Yeah. But I like, I like the idea that they was able to be on stage together. That was a new beginning. Amen. And that was something that was like, okay, cool. This is like really, really good. But don't keep going on to something when it's over with now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like technically you really didn't kill anybody. Oh. So let's stop talking about that now because all these kids think that you're the number one killer and let's don't talk about it no more because now you're a dad. You got, you got two sons. Yeah. You have two sons. So come into that and think about your kids looking at something and these kids are looking at you a certain kind of way of mm. something that's petitious. It was done for rap. So you're saying that, wait a minute, hold on. You're saying that Gucci never did that to Pookie Lope. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean that, well, that's, that's a good thing, though. That's a good thing. But don't keep, just let it go. Yeah, let it go. And I think that this stuff should stop now because all of these kids keep thinking that this stuff is going on and it needs to, like in the rap stuff, mm -hmm. period, it needs to stop. It has to stop. We, when we came into hip-hop, it was us talking about the way of life of getting out of shit. Yeah. Not coming into shit. Mm. And people are locking people in so that they can be gangsters to other people. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, yeah. no. Let's not do this like this. We losing too many of these kids. Too much is happening now. Yeah. 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 Well... I was, I was, it was a great, it was a great moment for the culture. It definitely was a great moment for the culture for some, you know, when, when we, when we all saw it as, as fans looking on or whatever, it, we was like, well, if they can get along, you know, it may be some hope for the rest of us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, now get these women to do something. <laughs> why, why, why can't, why can't Cardi and Nikki get it together? Why they always, yeah, they're not the same people. Okay. And I think it has a lot to do with the crews. Mm. I think that it have a lot you know what I'm saying? And it's like, Cardi and Nicki are not the same people. Facts. And the thing that I love about Cardi is, like, Cardi opens up to the women. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish, I, you know, and I keep saying this everywhere. I just keep saying this. It's yeah. like, I don't, no offense to anybody, but I really wish she gets a good enough team that'll be around her to teach her how to take herself to the next levels of getting her to where she have to be because she's definitely somebody that could get the women together. For sure. She could definitely get all these women together. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, 
I, I thought that um, Remy would come in and get some of that together too. I love Remy. Yeah. And you know how she is. Remy has grown up a lot, and she's a two-parent household that I'll say because of Papoose and how they are and their exactly. relationship and how it is. So you have, I, I just look at everything as family. Who do we look up to like that as far as family go? You know, and trying to keep it together. But Cardi just needs that right team yeah. to show her because whether they know it or not, there's a lot of things that are done there that'll bring harm to her later on. For sure. And they're not paying that any attention. So No, it makes all the sense of the world. Like, um Yeah, I just I, I just can we all just get along? <laughs> can we? I don't know. Can we? I don't know. I think we're I think we're naturally competitive. And maybe we've been programmed like that from from, from But you're not the person I want to compete against. Facts. Should, you, you, or the person is you should be trying to compete yeah, against. Yeah, like you're you, not you, the person I want to compete against. No. Like my my peers and stuff like that, like let's get it. Yeah, let's get it. You know, let's just let's get it. Let's put this thing together. Let's do what we gotta do. But you cannot do this alone. Amen. This is not something that you can do alone. Success is a team sport. They better know it. Miss Deb, I appreciate your time, Queen. I appreciate your time. This you did a lot a... of damn homework, too. Hey, man, you know I, I've been I've been ready for this interview. Well, I've been waiting for this interview. I um, you know, I've been doing this podcast for three years, and we recently had a big surge in the last thirty what uh, three months where it's been crazy. And I was like, you know, when I get my platform built up enough, the one person I really want to talk to is Deb because I know the things that. The stories that you have to tell made this culture and, you know, and, and actually gave us a plate to eat off of. You know, this is all built off of trap music. You feel what I'm saying? We're here. And, and I really like Neat, you a person that I really wish could really get some things together because I watched you. Yes, ma'am. And I watched the stuff that you do and I was like, oh, if he would just get this shit together, he would just tear this shit up. But you also one that runs after the names of the people that yeah. are there that claim like they do it, but they can't do I remember it. remember you told me that, man. When you told me, I remember that when we had that meeting and you told me, when you understand perception, Leech, <laughs> you will be unstoppable. <laughs> and I started to, I was like, and I ain't going to say what happened, <laughs> but I saw it and I was like, oh shit, that's what she's talking about. And I, you know, you just full of gems, man. And it's you know? not to knock people down. <laughs> no, no, like, no, I'm no, not no, bringing people no. down. I'm not knocking people For down. Sure. I'm not doing any of that kind of stuff. But it's something to help the people. It's what you have to do in there in mm. order to make this happen. Amen. It can't all be about the money. And there it is. And somebody have to lead them. Somebody has to teach them. Somebody has to show them how this is really done because they don't know. These artists don't know. And... That's why I could never be a part of those things. Yeah, I understand. Like, I understand. Oh, when she get it. I understand. It's like, I feel like... Well, you, you have a different place in it. Yeah, and, and, I, I just and, feel... And I don't want to bring harm to people and to show... And it's not that you're bringing harm. I yeah, don't want that yeah. misunderstood of what I'm saying. <laughs> is that I want to teach them. I don't want to just sit here and say, okay, you got to get it this way, but you don't know why I got to get it that way. And what is it that I need to move this certain kind of way? It's like, you had a female artist, and I remember, um, and I said something to her. And she came to me and she said, I was, she said, I was mad at you at first. She said, but then I got it. And she said, I ain't changing from there. She said, yeah, and right. it went a lot better. I said, I'm telling you, I'm not telling you anything to hurt, to hurt you. you. Yeah, for sure. And you that's know? how I take it. That's how I take yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you anything that's going to hurt you. You might not want to hear for sure. 
these things, but I'm telling you, it'll take you to a whole nother level. Amen. Let's do it. Let's do it. Listen, I'm, I'm all ears. Anytime you talk, I get to listening because I, I, I take it like that. I see it as I was like, you know what, well, listen, this isn't, this is mom's telling you something. You can either learn the hard way mm-hmm. or the easy way. And I remember my mom used to tell me like, look, I'm, Son, don't go up here and speed because you're going to get a ticket. And I learned the hard way. And so I try to learn the easier way mm-hmm. as, I, as I go. You're going to go through some things. Oh, for sure. Like, for like, sure. Just because this line went crooked don't mean you can't come straight. Yeah, amen. You, you feel what I'm saying? Amen. It don't mean that. Amen. But it's just that I don't care how this game is. Yeah. I don't care what it is. This game will always remain the same. The only thing that will change in this game is the players. Okay. So when you got new players that come into this, they call it new things. <laughs> but that don't stop it from being what, what it really it was. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Is, and that's the stuff that you have to know. Will Miss Deb ever retire? You haven't even thought about it. Amen. I like TV now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she ain't even thought about it. And every now and then I see people like, I like teaching. I like building. Yeah. I like teaching. I don't want to be in the front row. Mm-hmm. Like my retirement, as far as you can see me, I don't want to be seen. Yeah. But I now want to train people. I now want to go in and build and start building people and showing them ways to get up in there. I don't want to be in that limelight. I'm not no threat to anybody because that's not what I want. I don't want all of that, but I want to empower people and show them what they can do. Like what you really can do, not what these people tell you you can do. Hmm. And you got to look at the, all the people that are benefiting off of the stuff that's happening to us now. Okay. Look at the people that we're losing. Look, we're, we're taking some strong hits right A now. A lot of them, back to back. From, from prison to death, we're taking strong hits right now. And somebody have to come through. We need a leader somewhere up in here. Somebody got to be the leader of the new school. There's some big shoes to fill, Miss Deb. I ain't saying I'm trying to do that. I just, I'm just saying. Uh, well, you're not trying to, to do it. Make... You do it. Because trying is already Don't failed. be trying to put that. Miss Deb over here putting that pressure on me, y'all. Yeah. But you did something already. Amen. That's really, really big. Thank you. And the way you're able to bring that through and bringing people from out of town and all over the place. If you get this thing structured right, mm. get the right people there, the right team up inside mm. there. And I do like the fact that. You also go out and bring back in and let yes, other ma'am. people come. That's how I am. Yes, ma'am. I don't like the name, the big name people. I don't mm-hmm. like people whose faces all over the place. Those ain't people I want to deal with. Yes, Just you problems. <laughs> I'm learning. Okay, I'm y'all are problems. I'm learning. Or people watching you and they want to dictate to you how to mm-hmm. do, but they're not going to show you how to do it, or they're not going to sit there with you while you're doing it. They just want to tell you and knock your shit down mm-hmm. and tell you what you can and cannot do. They want to be you. But just don't have the heart to come in and do it. Y'all don't got the heart, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Deb, uh, before we get out of here, please let folks, I know you got a ton of things going on. Um, Let's let's let these folks know what what we can expect from you, what's going on present and future, and, uh, you know, everything that they need to know about Miss Deborah Anthony. They'll never know everything about me because I don't even know everything about me. I, I I cease to amaze myself at times. You reinvent yourself. Like, yeah. So I think I and you just never know what's going on as far as I go. But the television thing is a really big thing. Like I love the TV reality, but I want to do something different in reality, um, showing women in a different type of light. Um, I definitely want to do that. 
Um, I just told you about Terminus. Yes, ma'am. But um, who runs Atlanta? Come on. Is it the streets, politics, or hip hop? Okay. And in that show there, I only want Atlanta's in there. Hmm. And I want to talk about Atlanta in a way that nobody talks about it. So I've learned a lot being here. Yeah. I've learned a lot. I've met a lot of people. And I think that people need to see us in a different light. We're not this country town. No. Okay? Not, not and even anymore. though I'm from New York, but yeah. I've been... I, I, I'm, I'm a, I am an apple peach. For sure. Okay? <laughs> For sure. Apple peach. So peach. however it is that they want to do that, I'm definitely there. And I put in enough sweat and tears and whatever That's to man. come in and to get some of this stuff together. But... I need people to see Atlanta for what it is, and we're not slow, and we're not all these things. We just take our time and get that shit done right. The right way. That, okay? Period. That, that's it. And not you coming here thinking you could just take over the city and destroy the city the way that it's being destroyed. Mm -mm -mm. So that's something that's really, really big now that um, it's something that I want to commission people to stand up and come in, and let's take control of what's going on in the city because we're being destroyed here. No, for sure. Like, we're definitely, definitely being destroyed. And you don't miss that well until it runs dry. So you don't want this to all go away. Nah, they don't want to go nowhere. Because we're going to be in trouble. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> That's what you don't we want. We was talking about that the other day. That's I, what you don't want. There's <laughs> a couple other cities that are yeah. heating up a little bit. That's right. And y'all taking them. <laughs> they taking this for granted. Yeah, no, for sure. They're really, really taking this for granted. You're going to be here soon. You're not going to be able to afford to do anything here. Everything costs a lot of money. There it is. Let them know to follow you at, Miss Deb, before we get out of here. Um, Deb Performance A. That's D-E-B-R-A, the number four, M-I-Z-A-Y. That's on all the platforms there. Then it got B-100. That's B-E-1-0-0 Radio Worldwide. That's the radio station for all independent artists. Uh, Miss Deb, I appreciate you for your time. And I want to tell you personally, thank you for trap music. It changed my life and changed everybody's life in my company and everybody around. Thank you for it. I appreciate it. This has been the Ugly Money Podcast. I am your host, Ugly Money Nietzsche. You can follow me at Ugly Money, N-I-C-H-E. Remember, the bigger the dream, the bigger the risk, the bigger the payoff. Sponsored by Engorge Rejuvenation Tea, promoting erections, improving stamina, endurance, increasing size, and boosting libido. All natural male supplement. Ugly Money Podcast with... Oh, she over there looking. Oh, yeah, it's some I oh, don't worry about it. We're going to get you in there with, with Miss Dev Anthony. <laughs> that ugly money. <laughs> Kicks USA, where we kick it the American way. They buy, they sell, they trade. New and pre owned men, women, and kids sneakers. So hit them up on Instagram. K-I-X-X-U-S-A to get your exclusive releases, to get your rare ones, and to get some of these new Jordan Retro 11s that ain't even out yet. But Kicks got them. It's that Ugly Money. Official sponsor of the Ugly Money Podcast.